0: But I guess here, Russ, there's a race or a battle between Molinari being the story, but one Eldrick Tiger Woods, who at one point had a one-shot lead.
1: Yeah, very, very good evening to you from the Banks' taste side. We've been here all week. It's been uh, one hell of a week. We're just kind of wrapping up with one more show to go, and I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've got to say, and you're right, a, a couple of big stories have got to be Woods, back and coming so close and then just falling a little bit short down the stretch as he's been the first to say to us in the media room and Francesco Molinari, what a great story, a guy who's been a good golfer for a long time but has really hit a proper purple patch in his career the last 18 months, a winner on both sides of the pond and you know what boys in a Ryder Cup year where the Americans are coming very hard with a lot of quality young players and maybe a resurgent Tiger it's very good to see Molinari winning Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy somehow joint second by Hook or by Crook And Eddie, I don't know if he'll make the Ryder Cup with his hangover, but still, tied sixth with a low round of the day was a fascinating story as well.
0: I mean, he coming back, Tiger coming back, I mean, and Mark's just said that too. You guys took a pretty big risk doing your broadcast up there. When you got Tiger involved, it makes it all worthwhile, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? To have him, Rory, and Justin, Nate, all there or thereabouts on the final day was just brilliant from a British audience point of view, plus you throw in Tiger, who's just box office anywhere in the world. So it was great to have all of them contending. And just the way the leaderboard ebbed and flowed on that final day, at one point, Tiger was top as everybody fell around him. Justin Rose then just came like an absolute train towards the end and was the clubhouse leader for a wee while. Rory, with his eagle midway through the back nine, suddenly he was joint top. Could he deliver... And as each of these guys got to the top and either someone else surpassed them or in the case of players like Jordan Spieth, they, they fell away. Molinari just kept this incredible ice cool head and he's got such a lovely technique. His putting was always his Achilles heel. He's worked hard on that Mr. Squiffy one on the on the 18th yesterday. But that aside, he's absolutely brilliant. And it's a real story, isn't it? It's a real character, really nice, quiet guy of the sport, but one who stood really tall under immense pressure. And as Kent said, uh, Rocco. Constantino Rocca didn't get the job done against John Daly all of those years ago Molinari has now delivered amazing yeah.
0: and we should mention too Russ Molinari had to play with Tiger and I presume yeah. there are a couple of different distractions that would come with that not to mention ordinarily bigger galleries yeah, you're right, and Tiger himself
1: was distracted by a ridiculous fan shouting at the top of his swing on the 18th, where he still pumped a very decent drive down the fairway, but he was furious about that. So you're right, Molinari and Tiger actually go way back, and ironically, Molinari won Tiger's tournament that he presents on the USPGA Tour this year. That was Francesco's win on that side of the pond and a big win on this side of the pond as well a few weeks ago. So there are a few little links to tie in there, but you're dead right to be playing in that incredible kind of eye of the storm in the kind of Tiger woods bandwagon and to cope with that and to deliver the goods was all the more impressive so well done to him and of course it ends the run boys of all these americans winning major championships it was five in a row at least
0: that hoodoo has finally been broken and about time with the Ryder cup uh, a couple of months away in paris hey russ you've been to a few of these things now what is the difference in buzz when tiger is there on sunday and in the conversation and when he's not Oh,
1: it's a massive difference, I have to be honest with you. And uh, as much as it's brilliant to be at any Open, he adds probably just another 10 or 15%, doesn't he? I think for pure golf fans, they'll be wrapped up and they'll love the environment anyway. And we've had some brilliant finishes without him the last few years. I can't think more than two years ago when we had almost Jewel in the Sun Mark two with Henrik Stenson uh, alongside Phil Mickelson two years ago at and That was just ridiculous as the pair went shot for shot and blew the rest of the field away. There was the drama last year of Jordan Spieth dropping in the driving range at Dale, that was sensational and the head-to-head in the end uh, with Matt Kuchar. But all of that, I think for the wider sporting audience, it just takes that extra sphere. It gets that extra interest when Tiger Woods is involved. So no discredit to any of those stories and others from recent years when Tiger's not been there. But this makes it all the more compelling and all the more of an achievement for Molinari, Rose, McElroy, Kisson and Shoffley that they all just about finished ahead of the Tiger who was uh, tied sixth.